the way the system works, there's a financial incentive for health insurers to deny care. The government pays Medicare Advantage providers a set amount per patient with higher rates for sicker people. Welcome to The Shrinks on Third, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. And I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. Welcome in. So, Cindy, today we need to talk about a very disturbing aspect of our health care. It has been bothering both of us. It has, Julie. There are quite a few problems with health care in this country, but we're going to focus in on Medicare, specifically Medicare Advantage. Don't be fooled by the word advantage. Right. Actually, don't be fooled by the word Medicare, but we'll get to that. (laughs) When signing up for Medicare, people get the choice of going with traditional Medicare or going with a private plan through what is called Medicare Advantage. Medicare Advantage plans are offered by private companies and approved and paid for by Medicare. They actually sound pretty great. The advantage of these plans is that they have lower monthly premiums. They also offer services that traditional Medicare does not, like prescription drug coverage and dental, hearing, and vision coverage. Yes, with traditional Medicare, you also need supplemental policies to get these things covered, plus a supplemental policy to pay the 20% of bills that Medicare doesn't cover. Because while 80% is great, 20% is still a lot of money. So people choose Medicare Advantage to cut all these extra monthly payments. I can't blame them for that. Healthcare is so expensive and a lot of people who qualify for Medicare are on fixed incomes. It looks like a great deal. Exactly. And when someone becomes eligible for Medicare, there's intense marketing about all of the plans and supplements and it's very confusing. This is another reason people go with Medicare Advantage. It covers everything, and it seems simpler. Medicare Advantage plans work like an HMO. So one of the downsides is that patients' choice of doctors is limited, and sometimes they have to jump through more hoops to get certain types of care or certain procedures approved and covered. By law, these plans are supposed to cover everything traditional Medicare covers, but that's not what happens. Instead, insurance companies have figured out how to scam the program for more money with often terrible consequences for people and their lives. Right. You might wonder, as we did, how many of the country's most popular social programs became privatized in this way. Medicare Advantage was actually developed in the hopes of improving some of the issues with traditional Medicare because it wasn't perfect. Even with all the gaps in coverage that leave people without vision or dental care, for example, Medicare is still one of the biggest items in the federal budget. So to improve both cost and coverage, there were a lot of proposals to change Medicare. We needed ideas for a less expensive approach toward health care. Starting in 2003, incentives were offered for private insurance companies to compete with Medicare. 
They called it Medicare Part C or Medicare Advantage, which basically works like an HMO. And it's true, Cindy, that HMO or PPO style healthcare is fine, especially when you're young and healthy and you don't actually need a lot of healthcare. Medicare Advantage was designed to encourage health insurers to find ways to give better care at lower cost. The government pays a set fee per patient. If insurance companies could manage patient care better than traditional Medicare, it would cost less and the companies could make more. Right. That sounds like big business and capitalism with a capital C. Oh, maybe that's why they called it Medicare Part C. Secret code. <laughs> that's, that sounds like a conspiracy. <laughs> anyway, among other things, what is true is Medicare Advantage plans use managed care to limit services and cut costs. They require prior authorization on referrals, prescriptions, and procedures. Doctors need approval before prescribing care. It's supposed to be a way to cut unnecessary expense, but it often becomes a way to deny care. Right. If your doctor thinks you need cardiology testing or a brain scan or even a simple x-ray, the insurance company should not be able to deny it. Managing care using prior authorization allows insurance companies to legally cut corners on patient care. It is not nice. Without prior authorization, hospitals, big pharma, and some doctors might push unnecessary procedures or drugs, but with it, they overrule what a person's doctor feels is best for a given patient. Either way, there's someone from some angle trying to pounce on profit at the expense of someone's life or the quality of it. And this is just one way Medicare Advantage takes advantage. The plans allow insurance companies to decide what is prescribed and at what doses and what treatments are or aren't necessary without ever examining the patient. Not that many of them are doctors. They're bureaucrats. Why in the world would they decide on treatments, doses, and tests? How is that ethical? They're not in the room with the patient. And they try to capitalize on receiving the set fee per person. Some insurers did things to attract more healthy patients who would need less care. So companies would get paid for patients they didn't have to see much or didn't need much care. Once that happened, Congress decided to pay more for sicker patients, so companies would accept them into their plans. Advantage plans now use algorithms with a huge patient database to calculate expected outcomes for medical procedures. But instead of informing best practices, which these could do if used properly, they're used instead to deny more care and refuse to cover doctor recommendations, even when doctors write appeals to support their own recommendations. Ethical, you think? There's no interest in hearing the facts on a case-by-case -case basis. They don't actually care about that. Now, of course, once denied, there is an appeal process, but it's very time-consuming and frustrating. And often the doctors lose anyway. But meanwhile, the person needs care, sometimes urgently. Yes, and it seems designed to discourage people from trying to appeal, and that works. Months or years down the line and a ton of money later, 75% of denials are overturned, but most people don't get to that point. They give up way before then. 
Right. Those are just the denials where people are able to keep on fighting while they're in need of medical care, of course. The way the system works, there's a financial incentive for health insurers to deny care. The government pays Medicare Advantage providers a set amount per patient with higher rates for sicker people. Each year, insurers get to keep what they can save by spending less on care per patient. So here's how major health insurers exploited the program to inflate their profits by billions of dollars. They came up with systems to make patients appear as sick as possible without needing to provide additional treatment. That way, they got more money per patient, but didn't have to spend it on care. Got more money, spent less. That's how they made their money. Doctors and nurses have been urged, even incentivized, that means financially, to make patients appear sicker by adding diagnoses to their medical records to collect more money per patient, but then not provide any additional care or even send them to a specialist. It's all about profit. Yes. Despite the name, Medicare Advantage isn't actually Medicare. It's for profit health insurance with a misleading name. So a program that was originally created to help lower health care costs has become substantially more costly than the traditional government program. It was meant, it was designed to improve. Oh, it's turned into a money-making scheme by predatory corporations in which the government saves money by outsourcing Medicare to providers who offer less care for more profit. They provide substandard health care and keep the change, and billions of dollars is a whole lot of change. It sure is, Julie. Large insurance companies we've all entrusted with our health take part in the program. They include companies like United Health Group, Humana, CVS Health, who owns Aetna, Elevance Health, which is Anthem, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, Cigna, Highmark, and others that we've heard of. And all of the ones just mentioned and others have been accused in court of fraud. A lot of the fraud lawsuits were initially brought by former employees, you know, whistleblowers, but most have been taken up by the Justice Department, which means the government believes the allegations have merit because that's the only way they take on the cases. Yeah. And of course, it's very likely that they have merit, given everything we've just been saying. Yeah. The most common allegations are that the insurance companies didn't correct potentially invalid diagnoses after becoming aware of them. Of course, the companies say the allegations are false or unfair. Meanwhile, additional diagnoses have led to billions in overpayments. Medicare Advantage is listed as a top area of fraud. Right. Trying to make sense out of all the information about Medicare, parts A, B, C, D, Medigap, parts E through L, supplemental coverage... People choose an Advantage plan because it looks much simpler and everything's included. So a lot of patients with Medicare Advantage think that they have Medicare, but they do not. And once you sign up for Medicare Advantage, it can be hard to switch back to traditional Medicare. That's true, Cindy, and they don't tell you that in advance. Insurers are making too much money to want to stop. Why would they? Over time, people have come to terms with paying more and more for less and less care. And now, for the first time in Medicare's history, over half of the eligible seniors now receive health insurance 
through private health plans instead of traditional Medicare. Right, because Medicare Advantage is very popular and has a powerful insurance lobby that built strong support in Congress, of course. It's also partly popular because it does work great until it doesn't. Until you need it. Yeah. For something big. Right. Then it only works for the government and the insurers. It's to their advantage, not ours. Right. Medicare Advantage actually offers a great argument for traditional Medicare for all. That way, nobody would be denied their basic right to health. We really need it. We can't live without health. That's why it should be a basic right. Yes. And by the time you reach your so-called golden years, you shouldn't have to be stressed about health care and burdened with how to get or pay for it. Especially since we work all our lives paying Medicare tax in order to get to that point when we need it. Exactly. And we live in the richest country in the world, but we cannot figure out a way to take care of each other. Greed, of course, gets in the way. When will people matter more than money? And that's just a rhetorical question. I'm not hoping that we can answer that. According to Healthcare Now at healthcarenow.org, the United States is the only country in the developed world that doesn't guarantee access to basic health care for all of its residents. To learn more and or get involved, one way is visit their website. And again, that's at healthcare-now.org. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening today. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Shrinks on Third. Until next time, take care.